All right, thank you for coming here now. I'm Tim, this is my friend Dimitri. This is Hello. Dimitri's book that he's selling. Yes. And uh, <laughs> he did not want to read from it, so he asked me to ask him questions to help him sell it. These are his paintings. <laughs> What's so funny about that? No, no, that's true. Yeah, it's totally true. If anyone doesn't know what's happening... They can just listen to us talk about it and not buy the book, too. That's another option. So I thought as a means of introduction it would make sense for him to read the outro, but he doesn't want to read anything, so maybe we can start by... Uh, I can ask you to... Ex I felt like... The outro explained what the whole book is. Do you know what I'm referring to when I say the outro? Uh, refresh my memory. Um, the last part. <laughs> the road not taken. Oh, the road not taken, yeah. Yeah, do you remember it well enough to talk about it? Uh, that, probably not specifically, but I mean, a lot of it is, uh, as I remember, it's about... Uh, sort of like the choice to not play music and to do art instead, kind of. Okay. It, it's part of that. So, yeah, as as background. So, when I was six, uh, my, my parents uh, uh, had me choose a well. They chose a musical instrument for me, which was a, a flute. And uh, very soon after I started playing the flute, my flute teacher left, and they decided because. I was so obviously talented at music that I should switch to the violin. And then I was made to play the violin for eight miserable fucking years. And uh, I finally was able to quit when I was 14. And uh, uh, my mother claims that, you know, like I, I could have totally like got into music, but had it not been for that horrible <coughs> choice of the wrong instrument. But, so it's a little bit about that, I guess. Well, and you also talk about, like... Um, Right? So this, this is a book of sketches you do at live shows of people playing music. Yeah. And I feel like this is the part where you really get into the relation between uh, your drawings and, and the writing and music and how they're all related. Um, so I guess I'll ask you... Um, about like the structure of the book, do you? It seems like you can open it anywhere. Yeah. But I don't think it's totally true. Do you think of it as like modular in that, or should it be read beginning to end? I think so, but it, it's it's not necessary to. I think yeah, they can all be read as separate vignettes. Uh, but there is there is an underlying structure, and there's a. Like at least an intuitive way in which I organized it, where one thing led to the next thing, at least uh, in association in the way I was thinking about it. So there, there is a structure to it, which is not just chronological. I mean, yeah, I mean there is like uh, so there's little cues in the same way that like a character would be introduced in a. Um, uh, and like a, that, that recurs in a... Sorry, I get distracted. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, the same way that, like... So this is... this is um, Like, clearly you are creative in a way that's not... Uh, it's non-fiction, right? It's... Right. Um, yeah, I mean, I didn't make anything up that's in the book as far as I know. 
Right, so I guess uh, my question then is what's, what do you think motivates you? For, it's a very unique creative practice. What, what, what the book? It, uh, well, specifically or like what I do in general? Well, I guess yes, it's a two-part question, and it's related to the modularity thing. Uh, like, does it need to be understood in sequence? Yeah. Are you doing the same thing over and over with variations? Like, what's, what's the motive? And what do you... <laughs> uh, I, I guess I'll find out the motive at the end. But, well, I mean, in the outro, you actually talk about how yeah. what you try to do is impossible. So that's, that's what I was... Well, the whole fucking thing is impossible, but... Uh, I mean, I started with the visual art, with the drawings and the paintings, and the writing came a lot later. Uh, so the, the drawings in the book uh, go back like 30 years, but I didn't start writing in anything that wasn't a homework assignment until I was like 30, you know, which is a little more recently. But uh, yeah, but yeah, the writing came afterwards, but uh, because books have writing, I had to put writing in this book. Yeah, but you didn't have to write a book, so, I mean, what's the, sure. the and, and, you know, they're both, it's, overall, it's an act, it, it's very minimal, but not in, like, a classic minimalist sense. I mean, the sketches in the book are more minimal yeah, than these paintings. Yeah, so, yeah, the, the artwork in the show, uh, every drawing, every painting in the show, <coughs> except for the one right in back of us, was done from one of my sketchbooks from the last 15, 20 years. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the, the drawings were all done in ballpoint pen in a small uh, sketchbook that I could bring to, like, a small club and uh, do drawings while the musicians were playing. So yeah, I mean, the show specifically is sort of like a coda or like a like a goodbye to this section of whatever I'm working on, which was been like pushing this book on people. But uh, and this art artwork is, get, is about that, I think. Look, wait, say it again. This artwork is about sort of like a, a like a goodbye for me to to working on this book. You know, yeah. And was the book easy? I guess this is goes back to my question of the outro. Like, does it come natural to you? Like, I know that there's like a day by day that feels natural of just being oneself and like, oh, this is what I do. But then, you're like, you put the things together in a collection, and it's a different thing. Well, I, yeah, I guess not. Like, my day by day is very easy, but my years are a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, how does that? Like, well, well so, somehow, like, you know, so, like, when I was 41, uh, I published my first book, so that, like, as of a couple of years before that, like, writing books and assembling books has become, like, part of what I do, so now, now this is, like, a regular component of what I do, so I think that there should be more books, I guess, um, and that's, that's, I guess, the only justification for this book or any other book that I've made, because there's not that much, you know, the... The outer world and public is not clamoring for them, you know. But <laughs> well, I guess then but that goes back to the question: like, what, what? Because it's kind of journalistic, not not journalistic like a writing in a journal, but like journalism. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not. So the drawings, the the sketches are like what what I have basically that passes for a diary or like personal. I don't have, I don't really do personal writing like journaling or like whatever, but I have these sketchbooks, I have, I have dozens of them that I go through, you know, sometimes a couple a year, sometimes less or more, but uh, 
they, they sort of, when I, I can flip through them and I can remember uh, the things that happened or where I went and what I did. And a lot of what I did and where I went is listening to people playing music. So that's, and I've been trying to, I've been pitching uh, this book uh, for years to publishers and uh, most of them turned it down because the bands that I wanted to write about, they'd never heard of. Uh, and I, I found that baffling. I didn't think they were that strange, but I guess they are. Uh, I guess the, you know, or unknown or what have you. Uh, so uh, early last year, uh, a guy named Jerry who runs Tortoise Books uh, actually bit on this weird idea. So then I had to hurry write this book because he just read a little excerpt and he, he thought it was worth putting a book together of. So where, um, <clears throat> I guess, here's the question I'm trying to ask. <laughs> that it's, because it, it is, the reason I compare it to journalism is it's not about you. You know, you're, it's about the subjects mm -hmm. in a way. But it's done so minimally, like the like the drawings, the sketches in the book, which is for sale, and there you can yeah. see the sketches are different than the paintings. Yeah. Um, they're yeah, there's a stack of books over there if anybody wants to look at what we're talking about. They're right there. Um, but like the, there's like two forms of minimalism happening. Mm -hmm. The writing is like very sparse mm. in a sort of like classic minimalist way in which you sort of aren't revealing much, mm. you know? But... The drawings are more gestural, and I, I kept wondering about what would happen if those forms of minimalism were were inverted, and like if the drawings were very precise and the writing was loose. And I was like, oh, maybe this would like thinking of that relation might be an interesting way to think about to sort of decode what's happening because it's about the external subjects, but really it's about you looking at them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I mean, the hope is that between the drawings and the writing, there's, there's some sort of, it gives the reader or the, or the viewer some, some notion of, of being there, you know, or what, what that was about, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, all the writing was started from the drawings. Like, I didn't do any writing and then, like, did drawings to, to go with the writing. The drawings always came first, and they always do, and I think they always will, you know? That's, like, the main thing. But, like, this writing thing is seems to have happened, so I have to reckon with but it. You can, but, no, it didn't just happen. I no, mean, it did. <laughs> you can't just be totally <laughs> passive about it. Like, there is some motive, and I don't know. I mean, I wondered, I had a lot of questions reading the book uh, about, like, the like what what is it different right your first two books for people here who don't know them are about driving a cab yes yeah and then the third book the cultural center thing does that no that that, that never happened yeah, yeah. Okay, and then okay. yeah the other the book that's going to be book number four was supposed to be book number three which <coughs> is like sort of like a immigration memoir slash how I started doing art kind of book. You know? Okay, well that gets to the question I'm yeah. trying to ask, but let me ask first, how how do you feel a book of people playing live music relates to the first two books, which are more writing heavy and less illustrative, but like, 
why is it music that you're because I've known you for years to do different series, mm-hmm. right? Lots of bookshelves, lots of back porches. Lots yeah, of yeah. Or, I mean, like that, it's a pretty common thing for artists to work in series. So yeah, I mean, like or you know, like hang out in coffee shops. Like when we met, you were working in a coffee shop around the corner from here, and I have like thirty, forty paintings and drawings of that coffee shop, and I've similar like. Yeah, there's somebody here in the audience that's at the current coffee shop I hang out at, uh, Jackalope in Bridgeport, and I have dozens of paintings and drawings <coughs> down there. Yeah. Um, but you didn't make a coffee shop book, you made yeah. the live music book. So <laughs> well, that's why I'm asking this. Like, yeah, it, it, there's a million one ideas, and one will spark some sort of like interest from somebody. And I, up until... Yeah, very recently I, I had this idea that books should like have somebody else's participation in them, like where somebody else is interested in what they're about or what they're made, you know. <laughs> no, what do you, what do you mean someone else? You mean like a publisher, like, like, oh. a, you know, like, like somebody else who's working on it, except me, which like the artwork is, it's just me doing stuff because I get, because I need to or want to, but, um, so yeah, the, but it, I think the the themes emerged over time. So I, you know, like in in this book, there's like 150 or 160 sketches reproduced, but I've, I've I don't know hundreds and hundreds of them. So this is like a thing I do all like regularly, and uh, uh, yeah, over the years I felt that it should be documented in some way or collected. Uh, I mean, you can you can go to my website and scroll through hundreds and hundreds of pages of these sketches. What what ratio to. of the sketches that you draw do you load to your website? Most of them. Yeah, uh, yeah. I figure. Yeah, it's it's pretty. I like. I think of the internet pretty much as a scrapbook. You know, and figure somebody will get something out of it, but it's like a first draft always. Yeah, it's not really a finished thing. So I really like the part. Um, I guess the reason I asked about and, and thought of it as modular, like in terms of, um, at least as far as I understand what modularity is, it's like there's different components, but then they're all self-contained, but also the sequence affects yeah. you know, the relationship between them. Um, so there's a lot of like stories that kind of happen almost seemingly like despite yourself stylistically. It's it's like oh this we're going down this into this tangent for mm-hmm. a couple bands yeah and it's interesting but it's it's you do it like very slyly um, yeah. <laughs> so I really liked the part where you talked about like the longevity of uh, bands that have been together a long time the Mekon, Sio Tango, Eleventh Dream Day right um, so I'm curious like you're talking about. Um, you know, you need to do this. It's mm-hmm. like a compulsion. Yeah. Um, how do you... Is it tough to motivate yourself at times when it, when it you know, as a, as a grown-up oh. makes things? And <laughs> it's like, basically, you ruin your whole life. If there's any kids in the audience, it's like, go to business school. Well, it's like... It's like if, if I was my own dad, yeah, yeah, I would have kicked my ass every day till I went to business school. Yeah. Oh, my tribe, they really fucking tried. Yeah, me too. They taught me. They tried to get me to do anything but this fucking hellbent course I was on that I'm still on. But uh, I have two younger brothers who have like real lives and like real careers and lead like 
I don't I don't know what the fuck normal or whatever like lives that are understandable and, and then there's me uh, and I can't fucking stop doing this shit and uh, to like lesser and lesser like returns or like right that's the whole uh, thing as we get yeah, older there's yeah. lesser and lesser returns yeah. so yeah. Yeah, yeah just as like a small illustration so I have three fucking books out and each one's been like harder and harder to put out and I've done uh, conversely more and more work uh, to put them out myself. And you've um, gotten better and better, which is like yeah, the incredible the, the, irony. This book is like ten times better than the fucking cat books, right. but uh, nobody knows about it because it's not distributed by anybody but me, basically. Uh, <laughs> we, let's, let's take a deep breath. <laughs> We're getting close to the phone here. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, well, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I, I get down about it a lot, but the, 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 the other side of it is, like, what the fuck else would I do? I'm not really good for anything else. I mean, I'm okay at pouring drinks now, I found out recently, but, you know. Well, I mean, there are two. <laughs> what else, what, you know, you make choices in life. Uh, yeah, like my, with them, yeah. My college girlfriend, who's recently back in town because she's working on Empire, she's a, in the film industry, like, you know, we hang out and, like, sort of compare notes. Like, she went, she got married, and she had kids, but she has to, you know, travel a lot for work, but, and she, and, like, people like her, like, profess this, like, envy for me, like, where that I'm just, like, free as a bird to do whatever I want, except that, like, there's a lot of stuff that you don't get living this way, you know, like, there just is, and that's the choice I made, and I, 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 I don't know, I'm, I'm not big into counterfactuals, I don't know what would happen if I'd done something else. Well, okay. know, you know? So there are two, there's two, let's, yeah. there's two distinct things, right? <laughs> like, let's, let's keep it clear in our heads. There's like your creative practice, mm -hmm. a thing that you compulsively need to do every day, whether that's right. paint the bookshelves or the back porch or the cafe or people playing music. Mm -hmm. And then there's like one's career, which is like, oh, how do I like I mean, I imagine really most people I know, or a lot of people I know, the career ambition is really just, I just want this to do well enough that I can keep doing it. Mm. So it takes a simple amount of upkeep. Yeah. Um, so how do you distinguish between the compulsive creative thing, which is just being you, mm -hmm. and then like needing to make a book happen or have a show or something? I mean, well, like, the, the cool thing about the books is it's, it's a good way to switch gears and sort of, like, uh, it's it's a limitation, you know? It's not just wide open, like, the way, for me, like, you know, the paintings just keep going. I mean, there, there's series and stuff, but it's a way to collect things into into one package, you know, before you keep going to the other thing, but, you know... I mean, potentially I could do, like, you know, seven more, you know, like, whatever, sequels to the the music book, which I'm not going to do, I know, mean, but uh, uh, this, this gets this particular like impulse out of my system for a time, but I'll probably go back to it, like those bookshelf paintings you talk about, I've been doing them for over 20 years, I return to the motif like every four or five years and do new book, bookshelf paintings, and they, they're different than the old ones. So I, I can see some get, sort of difference. Do they get harder or easier? I mean, does painting get harder or easier? Uh, kind of like both at once. 
harder and easier. How so? Uh, it's harder because I, I know, I can, I can sense the fucking tricks and the shortcuts. Right. Like, I can see, like, I can see quicker what I'm doing again, you know, because I know how to do it. And it's, it's more of a challenge to do things I don't know how to do. But know? is that, I, I had a, an old friend of mine who's a painter, like, like maybe 12 years ago, we were hanging out and I was like, isn't it weird that, like, I used to spend 18 hours a day working on music and that, and then like one hour a day working on like music business and now I feel like I spend 18 hours a day on music business mm. and then one hour a day working on music. Yeah. I was like, how have I gone wrong? And he was like, well, you've like learned a lot of stuff and you made all the mistakes and now you're like a specialist in a certain way and now there's like the hard part of actually the career aspect person. Yeah, but there's yeah, I mean like the, the one of the things that's fallen apart, you know, especially lately is that division of labor where that business thing is something somebody else should be fucking doing. Or should have been. Uh and they they're not, you know. <laughs> um I think oh, you mean this book specifically? The no, no, I mean like the, the selling, the marketing, like the business part of the <coughs> the art, you know? Like ideally, you know, like in an ideal world. Or yeah, and I don't know. It, I, yeah, the I ideal wouldn't, world is totally flawed. Not even a, not <laughs> true. Yeah. No, but in like in in many different examples of former I don't know periods, it seems like there was some sort of division, and now we're expected to do all of it in some way. Yeah. And uh, I mean, there's there's parts of it that I just flat out refuse to do. Well, like social media specifically, but yeah. Uh, I just, yeah, I did my time doing that and I can't do it. I can't do it and, and do this shit, you know, like the actual work, you know? How do you, um, how do you think, for people who don't know you here, you were born in Russia? Yes. And lived there till when? Till I was seven, yeah. Moved here in 78, or to the Boston area, but, And, you know. and you kind of blew my mind recently when, just like in passing, you mentioned that you still just like, see America, I, I don't remember exactly how you said it, but you were just like, oh yeah, dude, I'm an immigrant, like I see it. Oh, always, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll never feel like I'm from here, yeah, I'm not from here, like, I pass, you know. <laughs> how do you, I mean, how do you think yeah. that, is that related in some way to like the journalistic impulse, right? Because a lot of like... Well, it, it naturally lent, lets me have this like outsider thing where I don't feel part of it. I feel outside of almost every situation so I can watch it, you know? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I mean, that helps. Like, it helps doing the art. It doesn't help in my, like, personal life. But... Right. <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> um... Yeah, it's it, it's in there very very deep, and there's just like there's no there's no way around it. You know, yeah, the immigrant thing. Yeah, but it's weird because like you know like I don't have an accent. I've been here a really long time, but uh, the the feeling of being from elsewhere and an elsewhere that no longer exists, you, you know, even more so. It's just right, which is yeah. sort of what you're talking about with the ideal world of how an artist can exist, and it's like. When I asked you at the beginning to sort of summarize the outro, the part that um, you forgot, I, I reread it today, so it's fresh in my mind. It's about the impossibility of what you're trying to do. 
capture. Oh, to catch sound, yeah. yeah. Or like in, in any other medium except for sound. Yeah, because because it's the greatest art and there's nothing ever even close. And uh, what, what I do either painting or writing is just like like really piss poor attempts to like catch like some flicker of it. Yeah. There's that. <laughs> there's that thing. But but like, you know, I'm not the only one who keeps trying to do that though. Like to, to either describe or like uh, relate to what they're doing. Like yeah, because because sound you know, because music just travels in the air. It doesn't even need a physical form. Well, well I mean so you know uh, how, how, you, there's no way to, to match that or like to meet that on, on its own level ever. I mean, you're yeah. kind of lucky because, I mean, as a musician, I can say that it's actually incredibly disappointing to try to play music when you're trying to play music. So, <laughs> what's least, the, wait, what's the, why is it disappointing? At least you're writing and painting and being like, oh, I can't do it. Well, what, why is it disappointing? You're playing music and you're like, I can't do it. It's like, oh, because you feel like you're falling short? Oh, it's never, or, it's never... I mean, are these something in your head before? No. I mean, do you no. ever paint something in your head and you're like, no. oh, that doesn't no, work? No, in my I used head. to try to do that. I don't like anything. That, nothing in my head belongs <laughs> out, out, on a, any, out in the world. No. Nothing in my head is any fucking good. But <laughs> no, no, I, no I, I, I totally subscribe to like this old fashioned, like, kind of like channel theory that you're like a conductor for a thing that's out there and passes through you. And, right. Okay, you know, so. Uh, uh, we'll wrap this up in a minute and open it up if anyone has any questions. But I, I guess I would like to ask uh, what you said. I don't remember the term you just used. Old old school. Um, I say that like I've never heard that term before. <laughs> uh, well, you said yeah. Trying, I coined it. Yeah, yeah I'm trademarking. Trying it, yeah. to channel. I mean, are there like lineages or traditions that you're aware of? feeling like you work in, that like, if you're rejecting social media, um, I mean, whatever, this isn't eye paint, but you know what I mean, like, is there, are there artistic traditions or uh, lineages that you're aware of feeling? Uh, like a kinship to? Sure. Yeah, or yeah. like a responsibility towards, like, do you feel like you are part of a tradition that's maybe being snuffed out in certain ways and no I mean in, in that part I'm not I mean it's it's not it's not part of like mainstream culture or like the I don't know it, it's not important to that many people but like this is a thing that humans have done since the fucking caves that that part you know like like making marks on a fucking wall you know like that's I feel I feel <laughs> yes, a part of that. Like, you just gave like the broadest <laughs> answer possible. No, no, I feel but, a part of the tradition of people who, of like cave yeah. paintings. Yeah. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I know. I get no, it. No, but like, that, that's why I can't I, tell you like, how many times you're like, man, let's play music like cavemen. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great though? Yeah. And like, and sometimes it's like so disappointing that it's like, yeah. Oh man, how come people can't hear this? How come the people that hear this have to like so, live yeah. in the world? No, there's like an stuff. elemental impulse, but yeah, like more more specifically, it's it's probably European art, like ending sometime at the end of the 19th century, beginning of the 20th, you know. But a bunch of different kinds of European art, yeah, for sure. Uh, but you know, I mean, broadly, you know, like what I do is I paint from observation firsthand. So 
So I look at something and try to make marks to to render some some bit of what I see. But obviously, it's like a time-based thing too. Like any one of these, yeah. You well, are, you don't lay down the top right corner and the bottom left at the same moment. Yeah, it's like so. You must be making choices as you watch. So you're just revising as you go. And well, I mean, uh, yeah, with the uh, drawing uh, musicians playing, the the other particular challenge is that they're moving all the time. You know, so so there's bits and pieces of moments, you know, all assembled onto one flat surface that doesn't actually move. But hopefully, like in the better examples, there's some feeling of like motion or sound that comes from it you know yeah and that's what I'm trying to catch and that's why oftentimes like you know figures are unfinished or you know there's there's lots of abstract parts in them or lots of blank parts and that's that's what yeah rather than like say you know I mean I could just take a photograph and then reproduce the photograph but that's a whole other totally different thing than what I'm trying to do right so yeah. if you Let's, let's let's say you're like the ultimate uh, master of all time at executing exactly what you meant to. Like, what would be your like ultimate manifesto for what you hope? Well, the painting's one thing, and the and the book is another with the sketches. Yeah, I actually like th these paintings are actually not a, the best example of what I usually do. There's there's sort of like a I mean, I feel like the book is, is really different. Yeah, know? yeah. Uh, yeah, the paintings are like a different thing because the paintings are sort of secondhand. So I took, a, like, this is a thing I don't do almost ever, which is work from my own drawings, but that's what these paintings are. Whereas uh, all the drawings in the book were done while I was listening to music in particular places. Uh, there, there's, there's not an ideal, like, to, I mean, they're, they're just an attempt to, like, fix, like, to get some notion of having been in a place at a time. Yeah, yeah. super caveman, to just be like, <laughs> yeah, I was here. Yeah, yeah, well, like, you know, the, the caveman, uh, it's apparently not clear whether, like, those, like, the, the bison and stuff that they were painting were, uh, like, sort of to inspire what they wanted to, what they wanted to hunt, or if it was, like, after they hunted them that, that this is what they got. Oh, you know, like, like, tribute. Yeah, like, whether, or they were trying to, like, will it into being that's not entirely clear uh but uh yeah but but it's a record of their lives uh, like their everyday lives which is like they needed to go find some fucking food you know uh, yeah it's so intense it's like <laughs> when you think of it in that way it's like this book is just like hey all you asshole snob musicians in the book <laughs> on behalf of all the people standing in the dark looking at you, we are here. <laughs> it's like, uh, I, I like it. That's good. Thank you. I just wrote the blur blade. Yeah. I, I had a really, uh, there's a really nice blurb on the back of that book from Luke Sant, which is sort of like that. He says, like, he would have called it, I am the audience. Yeah. Kind of like, which is kind of along the same lines. That's yeah. kind of like was his idea about it, you know. Uh, does anybody have any questions for Dimitri that we've uh, failed to address? Otherwise, I feel like uh, it's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> but also, if... I have a question. Oh. As we're as we're talking about trying to capture this live scene, um, and 
and maybe you answered this, but do you try to recreate like one single image? Like you look up and you're like, okay, there it is. And you try to quickly sketch it down, or do you like draw a part and then look up and then you see what someone else is doing? So yep. it's almost like a it is, yeah. It's a collection of many, many moments all at once. So, like, if I start drawing, like, the guitar player, that's all I'm drawing, and then I put that down, and hopefully leave enough space for the other people. But, yeah, they're never... It's never... Like, it's the opposite of what, like, a snapshot is, which is, like, a frozen moment. I don't subscribe to that at all. It's, like... It, I want it to be... I want to acknowledge, like, the, the fracture, like kind of sense of time, or that the time is passing while I'm doing it, yeah. I got another. Oh, okay. <laughs> I asked you earlier, you're hanging at Rainbow, the dead hipster capital of the world. <laughs> <laughs> dead hipster capital of the world. How do you pick your show? How do you pick what? Like, oh, oh, like, oh, oh, for, for this show? Honestly, yeah. Are you going to go with the bigger name versus lesser name? Well, I don't know. I mean, I don't know who's... Uh, just for anyone who's not sure what's going on here, this is the manager of the Dead Hipster Cafe. <laughs> <laughs> Rarely shows his face when the front door is open. He'll, he'll remain uh, nameless, yeah. Dead Hipster Cafe. The secret girl. manager. So, do you think about the band name if you're going to hang it down on the south side, north side? Do you think about it? No, not at all. I, I have no fucking business so, sense so or marketing so sense at all that way. So how do you choose? What you, I, I flip through like dozens of these sketchbooks and like uh, for, for this show, I mean it was a weird thing like I was saying before because I was going to do paintings with like colors that had nothing to do with right. reality or what have you. Uh, so I, I, I picked drawings that I thought that I could sort of like riff on kind of like, like as a starting point. Uh, having nothing to do with who, who these people were exactly. I mean, a bunch of them are uh, drawings that are uh, featured in the book, but not all of them. Um, I imagine you just have hundreds of hundreds of things. The drawings? Is yeah. that a difficult process? I mean, I, th this is sort of an experiment to do paintings from them, and I don't know that I'll do it again. I have lots of other things I could work on. I mean, since like the book came out, and since I did most of these, there's dozens more new sketches of people playing music, you know? And that that's just going to keep happening, because that's just what I do. It's like a diary, like I said. Yeah. Just curious. No, but like that's one of the problems with the selling the book to any publisher, is that like they see this list of people and they've never heard of any of them. I don't know who the most oh, yeah. famous person in my book is. Like, Nick Cave, Tom maybe? Petty, and I didn't... Tom Petty, but... And I had to Google. I was like, oh, I found... I was proof... I mean, I was Tom reading Petty. it today... Rereading your book to like, and I was like, oh, right, here's a mistake. Tom Petty didn't die. Turns out he did. <laughs> See, you learned something. I learned something. Learned Tom Petty died about two years ago. Which was, yeah, like a, a day or two after. Yeah, 40 what... years too late for the sake of music. But, uh... <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> That's a few to wake up every morning in peace. So. <laughs> We could all ask that question of ourselves. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> Not me. Anyone else?
Anyone else? Oh, yeah. Question? Oh. When you first started publishing books, how did you kind of go about finding a publisher that resonated with what you were already doing? Well, see, that's the, like, I did everything bass-ackwards. So my first book was actually, the publisher came to me. I had a blog and, like, zines that I did uh, about being a cab driver, and this guy thought that they could make a good book. And so I had this charmed sort of process that took a couple years. But So University of Chicago Press published my first book in 2011. And then ever since then, it's, it's been like pulling teeth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so after that, what was it like the second book? Like, uh... Uh, it was a horrendous process that... Uh, it ended horrendously. <laughs> it ended horrendously with, a, with an in, local indie publisher that doesn't fucking deserve to have any more publicity, but... Yeah. So I'm not going to even name it, but... Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was a nightmare. Uh, and the third one has... I mean, as far as the publisher goes, it's been fine, except that uh, I did like 97% of the work yeah, yeah. and uh, continue to, uh, but at least, you know, uh, you know, he didn't steal money from me or lie to me, so he has, so there's that going <laughs> for it. <laughs> nice. Yeah, he's a very nice guy. I had bar in the Eric's. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Any other questions? No. You mentioned that you don't use social media. Um, when I was looking for your book, you said that you printed out Google Maps back in the old days, I think is how you mentioned it. Why do you think Google Maps is an acceptable use of technology, but social media isn't? Damn. There's a practical reason why I had to print out the Google Maps. Is that, that was a, yeah. So I was uh, I was going to a thing in Toledo and I needed directions to get there and I didn't have a smartphone. Uh, no, I'm not against technology. Uh, it's you have to pick and choose. I, I did uh, I did seven years on Twitter. I feel like I put in the time. Uh, I found out what that was and uh, I feel like my life and like mental health is. Dramatically improved from not being part of it. That's, but that's that's a personal choice. I'm not like telling anybody else how to live their lives. You know, uh, everybody's got to choose for themselves. I, I use technology all the time. I mean, I I write on a computer. I, I make part of my living doing like journalism of one kind or another, and it, it all happens on computers. Uh, I'm not against technology, but like it's got to work for you, not the other way around. You know? uh, and everybody's got to choose for themselves what that means. Uh, yeah, I'm not nearly smart enough to tell people like any fucking blanket rules about that. Yeah. Like to that point, yeah. I, something I've been thinking about is the way like paradox lives in both like your work specifically, or for what I understand of it, and like you as an artist. But that this idea that like attempting the impossible reveals what is possible, but like and yet you you your your desire is to like show a live work in a concrete form, like you know like to there is this tension that I feel like you're really interested in like sitting inside, and you're kind of lamenting it, but also like you choose to stay there, and I'm just curious if that. I mean, I... Yeah, yeah, I tried to ask this question like yeah, six different ways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're doing great. Yeah. No, no, yeah, and so you resist, like, do people claim that you resist it? Like, are those conscious things, or are those just, that's just how you see yourself? No, I don't, I don't think it's conscious, but, uh, um, I mean, the, 
One of the great things about doing the sketches at the shows is that it helps me listen to the music better. Like it brings it closer for me. Like other, like somebody asked me once, like, like, aren't you distracted because you're concentrating on this drawing? But like, it's like the opposite for me, you know. Uh, but like, like taken as a whole, seeing all these hundreds and hundreds of drawings, I look at them and it's like, what, why am I doing this? Like, and in the book is, I, I guess, an attempt to figure out why. Uh, and it's also like indirectly, like so, like like watching all these bands, like like the ones you mentioned that have gone on for a long time. It's like they keep going on, so that's inspiring. Uh, that makes me think it's not totally pointless to yeah. do it. Yeah, they have some sort of reason to keep going, and you know we we all need that from time. To time. Yeah, and I guess what, yeah. I, what I my what I was trying to get at is how incredibly personal the book is as a whole without any one part feeling personal. Because mm. you're just like, like, you know, I mean, that's like the most enduring sense, but like, oh, my friend is psycho. Like, he can't stop. And it's like, <laughs> that's so real. Yeah. yeah. Well, cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that, that's, uh, but that's, uh, that's apparently just the way I am. It, right. It's not like a thing that, yeah, and, uh, yeah, I don't think I could set out to write a book that was, like revelatory, like you know, I just got notes back from another guy in this audience about this sort of like memoir book, which he was marveling at, like sort of like how like distant it is, like, and it's really, really about all about my biography. But it's like, like I set out to write a book as if I was like a stranger, you know? Yeah. So I guess that's just my like default mode of like that's how I do things. Strangering. Yeah. <laughs> uh, any other? Questions for our man here? Okay. Oh. Uh, so I think you said earlier that this was kind of like a goodbye to the form or the series or something. Is that true? Oh. And if so, what's next? Uh, well, what's next is, uh, yeah, I, I got to assemble this memoir book uh, that, that I've been working on on and off for like four or five years. Um, and yeah, I just just uh, resubscribed to InDesign and it's reacquainted with a, what a fucking nightmare that program is, <laughs> which is what I used to, to put together the, the music book. But uh, yeah, so I'm gonna, gonna we'll do the layout and design and shit for this new book and uh, put it out myself. That's that's the plan. But yeah, yeah, the just it's a, just a goodbye to like the music book. Like the art show is kind of like a goodbye to the music book. Yeah. I mean, I guess I'll, I'll try to keep promoting it, like without social media. <laughs> bizarre, counterintuitive way that I'm doing it, but. <laughs> are the memoirs about a particular uh, period of your life, or? Uh, yeah, uh, 1977 to 1997. So from when I was seven to when I was about 26, 27. Yeah. Boot and pop it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, really uh, <laughs> okay, if there's no other... Good. <laughs> All right, this is Dimitri. You know how to find him if you want to buy a copy of the book. Thank you.